When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. From the 5th Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome to Coach Unplugged. We're so excited you decided to join us. Um, make sure you go over and leave those five-star reviews. If you like this, go over and listen to our other podcasts like the 5-Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast or High School Hoops or Funnel Down Defense or Coaching Youth Hoops or whatever uh, whatever one of the seven in our, in our network that you would like to listen to. Uh, but before we jump in, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. They are always, what I love about Dr. Dish is they're always innovating. They're always making that a little bit better and that's what that's why i think they're the best machine out there we like i've said before we own three of them and i would not be talking about them every day if i did not believe them mention coach unplugged they'll give you 450 dollars off and they'll give you a one customer service and then also what what helps keep the lights on what helps keep everything moving is teachhoops.com um it's for coaches who want to get better it is a one-stop shop by a basketball coach for a basketball coach um, you know, I'm always working with my team 365 days a year, working on making us better. And I want to do the same thing for you. I'm giving you resources, one-on-one calls, office hours, a roadmap per se that will help you uh, become a better coach. And we offer a 14-day free trial because I believe you should come in and kick the tires around and see if it's right for you. If it's not, that's fine. Um, but I, I guarantee that you're going to love it. All right, let's head off to the podcast. I... um. I we did that we 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 did ours but we went metal and made them a little bit bigger, um, similar to that. But um, yeah, so yeah, we thought about wood, but it's like, oh, do we go wood or we go metal? And then it worked out. Metal worked out okay. We had a big enough space, I think, too. Well, our roof started leaking uh, in the in the team room here a few days ago, and I, I walked in here last night, and there was a huge puddle on the floor, which is all wood. Um, oh. I've been trying to clean that up and get the school to to fix that before the floor starts warping. With warping. All the wood. I know that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> all right, go ahead. Shoot away. What do you got? 
Well, I'm in my my second. I just finished my second season here at the school okay. uh, as, as the high school girls basketball coach. Okay. Um, it's a school that has had winning seasons for 18 years. Um, the the coach that was here for 16 of those 18 seasons in a row, he um, he retired, became the athletic director here. Um, okay. They knew what was coming. Um, it was about to be a, a period of time that we're going through right now that's rough. There's a reason you retire. I always There's tell a people, reason. people always ask, when are you going to retire? I said, you know, when I retire, they're not going to be very, that's the year. Like, right. like, what do you mean? I go, well, you'll know, you'll know that the next, it's going to be dry for a while when I get out. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and funny. you know, and I, I had been out, I was a, a head high school boys basketball coach about seven or eight years ago. And I took some time off with little kids and everything. Right. And I started calling games on the radio, things like that, you know, and, um, I live next door to the school, was taken over the youth league because my kids were coming in and trying to reestablish a youth league. And they said, why don't you just take over the girls program? <laughs> so here I am. I know. Um, that's that's how I ended up being the boys volleyball coach for seven years. It's like they, they just corner you and it's like, oh, like, okay. right, right. Like seven years well, later, I'm looking, what the hell am I doing? Like, yeah, yeah well, that's what I, I kind of thought. Well, I'll take it over and get it reestablished, you know, and see what happens. But now, you know, I'm two years in, I'm, I'm completely 100% in this and, and back into coaching now and, um, you know, knock the rust off. But, you know, trying to, I'm, I'm, first of all, I'm coaching girls basketball now, which is completely different for me than coaching boys. And I'm trying to adjust to that. That's one of the things that, you know, I'm trying to adjust to, but also I'm taking over a program where there's a real lack of skill for three or four classes in a row here. They're in the high school right now, lack of skill, lack of athleticism. Um, and you what know, do you, so give me your, give me your rules. Like what, when can you do stuff? Like every state's different. I was just talking to a coach in Canada and they can't do anything in the summer. I go, what do you mean? They, they can't even be in their building. So oh. what, what can you do and when can you do it? So at 28 days after my season ends, I can start having contact again with three players at a time. Okay. In the gym. okay. Uh, I can do that all spring and then mid May until August 1st, I have, um, I can't, it just, I think it went up to, 15 or 20 contact days or something like that. Okay. Yep. Um, and you can have open gyms and those things that don't count towards yes, that toward the 15. Okay. Yeah. And then fall time again, starting in September, I can have contact with three players at a time starting in September. Okay. Um, yeah. And then how, and then do you lose them to softball, to volleyball, to track, to like, so how is yeah. that in this school? Is it a small so, school? You lose a lot. In this school, um, it, it's a fairly small school. I I tried to promote the other sports, going to be multi-sport athletes. Basketball has always been the main girls sport here at the school. Um, and it's still kind of that way, even though we're down right now. So like this, this uh, spring, I have like seven to 10 girls almost every day that's going into the gym or the weight room now. Like I'm trying to get them in there. So even in fall time, I usually keep seven to 10 girls. Um, so for us you know, being a smaller school, it's pretty solid numbers during that, during that time. It's really good. Okay. Yeah. Um, we, we can run two to three teams, um, during the summertime at shootouts and camps and things like that too. So, okay. And do you have, do you do, so I do two different things with my skill when I, I can't do anything until school's out, but, um, so what, what does your skill work look like? What do you do in the off season? So, so like right now when they come in, um, we come through and do a lot of, I call them group one, two, and three moves. We'll do a lot of things where they, 
just some without dribbles, some jab steps to, and then rip throughs and, and attacking the rim off of two feet. Um, then adding a move, double moves. We get some ball handling things in, um, trying to rework shots. all the shots. Yeah. We get a lot of shots. So if you're working three girls out on one side, can any other girls be in the gym? Yeah, they can be on the other side without me directing them. So I, they'll come in and I'll let okay. them go down and get on the gun or something while I'm working with three. Okay. Um, awesome. So what I'm going to do, I just worked on my, I'll send you after we're done here. I'll send you what I give because my guys kind of disperse a little bit. I'll send you our workout. Okay. And it's like, it's grouped and it's like I, they pick and it's all, exp I'll, I'll send that to you. So I'm going to see if I can find that, but I'll send that to you just to kind of see. Cause my guess is, How's the youth? How's the um, feeder program? So I had to reestablish that. That's, um, so, that's probably what's killing you right now. Yeah, yeah. And that's what the girls that are in the high school right now did not have a youth league program when they came through. Um, and then when they got to the seventh, eighth grade, the middle school levels, um, they were honestly, they barely practiced. Um, they got into high school. They were kind of the the B team. So they were didn't even really have, they had optional practices. Some of the girls I have right now while they were in high school. So it's, a real lack of skill, but our feeder program now, I established a youth board. Um, we have third or actually sec, first and second graders in the league together, third and fourth in the league, fifth and sixth in the league. Um, they're playing a lot of basketball. Okay. So. so that, so, so, you know, this is just a bump probably. Probably. Yes. Yeah. It, it, actually, I know. Yes, it is. I, I know our eighth grade next year's freshman class coming in is pretty solid. Um, but I, I'm trying to figure out the direction to take, to take the program. Um, you know, offensive schemes, defensive schemes, things like that. When your talent levels are down, but you see the talent coming from the younger programs, um, I'm trying to figure out what to do right now. You, you want know? to win. First of all, winning's always good. <laughs> In the last two years, we have not won much. <laughs> right. So you want to win. You want to put them in a situation. So I don't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry about what you're doing right now, offensively and defensively. I, I would just do what's going to work for those set of girls for your okay to be honest with you because you can shit once the once that tsunami comes through then you then you read then you that, trust me from someone that was in the 40s and then had nba guys we went to the 90s real fast that's easy okay and they can hoop it's easy <laughs> it's harder when they can't hoop and then you got to figure out how to score and how to stop right i guess yeah. um so that's where i think in the off season you got to think, okay, this is probably three or four years away before we kind of get to the freshmen got to become probably maybe sophomores or probably juniors before they're going to probably impact. So you're still a couple years away. Right. So, so how can you develop those girls that are sophomores and seniors now? And this is, again, I'm not a girls coach, but you better be able to shoot the ball, <laughs> which is something they can all become better at. So you, right. that's a skill that easy, they can become better shooters. They can't maybe become better scorers. They can all become better shooters. So I would drill the crud out of that. Um, <laughs> uh, just because I think it's easier ways to score. So that, and then how is there, how is the ball handling? It's probably not very good. Ball handling is not very good. Um, it's another thing. I'm gonna press, you, you, I don't even see your team. I'm going to press the crap out of you. Probably. If I'm everybody does. You, I'm coming at you. I'm going to press you. I'm going to turn you over. So how do you counter that? Well, then you got to become better ball handlers. You got to be stronger. Weight room is perfect. You got to be able to like, because that's what happens. It's AAU basketball, basically, at that point, when I'm substantially better than you, I'm just coming at you. I want right. Um, so 
that's where I mean now I'm guessing you have some girls that can score. Um yes, no, maybe kind no. of no, no. Um I, our Ling score put up a little over five points a game this past season. Okay. So then you gotta figure out this is your off season. You have to figure out how you can score. Yeah. So is it out of bounds plays? Is it ball screens? Is it going can getting to the free throw line? Because at least maybe you'll make half of those and get some points there. Um so that I mean that that's that's you that's the first part is like how can you score? What's mm-hmm. the scheme? You know, because the problem is they probably have problems reversing the ball. Yeah, yeah. We we yeah. we don't get many ball reversals. Um, and usually, I mean, like you said, most teams press us until you're down by 20, 30 points or more. You know, um, so getting them into an offense and getting the ball down the court is number one. Trying to figure that out. Yep, and then offensive glass. Like there's, so you got to figure, like, I remember some of my early teams. It's like, we had to figure out ways to get points. We knew we could get points on quick hitters. We knew we could get, I mean, we'd clear out a side. We would do things just to be able to get a chance to score out of bounds plays, you know, um, and then defensively. So then, so you got to figure out every little nuance that you can quick hitters and out of bounds plays. You got to figure, I got to get four points on out of bounds plays, or I got to get six points. I got to score out of bounds points. And maybe, you know, so we're going to drill the because you get really good at them if you're going to spend practice on. Right. Uh, you know, how much time can they spend preparing for your out of bounds plays? So that and then then defensively. My guess is you probably I mean, you're, I don't know what you play defensively. What do you normally play? I, I try to play man to man as much as possible, but we we can't. I mean, to be honest, so I put them in. We tried a, a two, three matchup zone, um, tried to trap out of that a little bit. Um, we've tried some one three one um trapping out of that. Um so we're not I very think what you, I th- no, so I think what you have to do is you have to come up with this is what I would do. I would have a, a handful of zones. <laughs> yeah. I'd play some one three one, I'd play some two three, I'd play some one two two. I wouldn't be I'd be a master of many, not the not the skill of one. I want yeah. I, I couldn't trust me, the last, we we didn't have a season two years ago. So I am just getting my program to the point where they can play average defense, not even great man-to-man defense. So we've had to play a lot more zone just because we can't defend. Like right. I'm, I'm having to build that skill in four months that I get them. So um, that's where I think you got to become like I'm going to run. And maybe the girls become really good at changing defenses and then they go from, you know, uh, you know, pushing baseline to a to a trapping to a zone to so you keep the other team off balance because if you can't keep them in front, you can't defend. It's right. going to be hard to be competitive. And what you your goal is probably to be competitive the next couple. Of years. Yes, that's that's kind of the goal. We want to we want to continue to increase our wins, be competitive, uh, get to the point where we can come out and at least compete for like a half or something with some of those better teams. And I know? would go try to find my non-conferences. I'd get some. I'd get the worst teams on the schedule I could find. So the last two years, they, here they lock you into two-year contracts with right. non-league, right. and they gave us a non-conference schedule that was just unbelievable, right? And brutal. It was brutal, and we already have five state-ranked opponents in our conference that we right. played twice each. So it was one of those things where, you know, I'm playing against teams that are playing in the final four in my conference and then playing non-league against teams that are going to the state right. tournament. So what you got to do is try to go find teams that, I don't know how your divisions work, but go down a couple – because yeah. the girls are going to need boosts. Right. Otherwise, right. it's mor- the morale goes like you can only do so much – 
team dinner. Right. And that's one of the things trying to keep the girls morale up is something I'm trying to figure out how to keep the morale up when you're, when you're at one point, I think we played seven teams that were in the top 10 in the state in a row. So you keep telling, so I do a couple things. You have to be honest with them on that. And then you've got to play games within games. Like we're going to try to score 30 points this game, or we're going to try to hold them to, you got to play. And then within the game, like I think it was Hurley the other day was talking about, we do that all the time. They do it between TV timeouts, but we break it into chunks too. Like we have three minute games all the time. And, we got to win this three minutes. We got to win this three minutes. It's like, just, you got to make it small pieces or they can't handle it. You're right. So morale is like, yeah. So the next two years I would have great parent reps and I, or whatever. And I would try to do as much team bonding stuff as you can. Yeah. It's going to be brutal when it's month two and they've just lost both games by 30. That's hard. Right. If they like each other. It's easier. And th- I will say this year, first year, they didn't like each other. Um, second year, this past season, we just finished up a few months ago. They 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 got along great. And so right. that that made it easier. Um, yeah. just, there's been times uh, early in my career when we weren't very good. It's like I would just stop practice. I'd go for 45 minutes and I'd take them out for pizza. It's like because yeah. honest with you, what am I going to get out of the next 45 minutes? Right. Not going to really matter because we're going to get – so let's right. go have some fun and they'll, you know, they'll remember that or they'll go play, you know, they're an old in, in, in Madison. Now they have this old time arcade with like all the games I played. You pay one price and you go play them for the whole night. They love that kind of crap. Um, yeah. So that kind of stuff, anything you can do like that. I agree. It's like, holy crud. Um, right. I would try to keep, you got to keep your offense as simple as possible. Yeah, that's that's kind of been the thing. It's I feel like I'm throwing you know mud at the wall to see what's going to stick on the wall. It just it, it we've tried some different things. We've tried some sets. They've struggled with the, their basketball IQ isn't great, um, and understanding timing and and having the ability to even execute the sets has been a struggle. Um, simple, simple, like couple yeah. rules and that's it. Spacing yeah. rules, spacing and rules. It's all. I mean, you so. <laughs> This is going to sound bad, but you have to you have to coach them like they're a seventh grade girls team. Okay. Like, I mean, mentally, yeah. that's what you got to like. For my early teams, I had to coach them like they were middle school boys because they weren't very. But that's what I have. I've got to keep this so simple that they because they they're going to have enough stress on them because you're going to get pressured. And you're going to like you pass and you cut you pass and you scream. These are the only things you can do. That's it. Yeah. And then and then these are the spots I want you to go to. And then just drill the crud out of that, and it will be. I mean, because no one's going to zone you, right? Oh no, no, <laughs> no, they're not. They're running and jumping in full court, man. Right. So, so that, so that's easier in some respects. Okay, I don't have to worry about my zone offense because no one's zoning us. Right. Right. So <laughs> yeah. they're going to press. I mean, you have a shot clock. No. No. Okay. So no one's going to zone you. So right. yeah, we're, here's what we're going to do. Basic. I mean, I would, I would do a. Okay. Five out. I would do a really basic. Um, yeah. I'll see if I can find my three by five. When I send you, I just found my workout too. When I sent, find, send you this workout, I'll try to find the one I ran with my son. It's, I got it to a three by five. Um, and it's really basic. It's like, here's, this is it. It's, it's it sits on a, it sits on a three by five. That's all you got to know. It's okay. on this three by five. And that's it. You can do this. Right. It's fine. And to be honest with you, that will be enough. Um, yeah, because yeah. Now, how, how the good teams? How much will they score against you? Forty, fifty. Um, let's see. 
I think they, we gave up at 60s. Um, 60s. We put it, okay. we gave up 60s a few times. Uh, most of the time it was like in the 50s. 50s um, okay. But we would, our defense at times, I mean, the second half of the season, we played, I think we played two teams that had beat us by 40 some points, whatever, first round, first time around. Okay. And halftime, we were within like 14, 15 points of those teams. Um, so we we made progress defensively when we went more zone. Right. Uh, but you know uh, why it's it's shortening the game. That's why you yeah. got to go zone probably yeah. the next couple of years, because it just takes teams longer to find openings. They're going to eventually find their openings, but it's going right. to shorten the game for you. Right. Um, and then the problem is, it's like you, you got to like. Anyway, every if you're going to be good or great, I tell coaches, if you're going to be good or great, you got to man up. You got to be able to man. Right. But you're a year or two away from that, probably. So you got to yeah. try to, you know, put a you know, finger in the dike at this point and just try to. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so what's your thoughts on offense and defense? Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, that's that's where I'm kind of offensively I'm struggling um, because I, I like I like a, a dribble drive motion offense, but our girls aren't ready for that. Um, you know, I. I'm more of a motion type of, of offensive coach. Um, you know, we've done some read and react things in the past. I really like the read and react. Um, but again, those are things that I, I, my girls just aren't to that point to be able right. to, to do much of that. I, I try to break it down into, you know, small. I'll games. give you, I'll give you, I've run that. I uh, was it two years ago. I think I ran it two, three years ago. So I, I got, I got, there's basically three things that happen. So Rick Torbert's a genius. But my guys aren't smart enough to run layer 72. They just right. like whatever. They can run layer two, maybe. So there's there's basically you're either a passer, you're a cutter, or you're on the weak side is basically the way we describe it. And you got three. So I'll send you I I, I got it on a um on one sheet of paper and it's four little three by fives. Yeah, it's four little three by fives. So I'll send you that. And it's really basic. He there's only a couple things you should do every time. Again, dribble drive is not going to work. If they can't no, dribble. no, absolutely not. <laughs> so no. You're going to have to. The the issue is when you are cutting and doing that stuff, you're going to have to practice passing and cutting and passing and catching. Right. To be honest with you, because the catching is going to be as big yeah. as the passing part of it because they're moving. So as soon as you add another element to something that's not as good, that's where you're going to get the travels. You're going to get bounce off their hands. You're going to get. So that's the stuff you're going to have to drill down to small sided stuff. Um, yeah. or they're going to have problems. <laughs> right. Right. Um, it won't be pretty at all. I'll see if I can. Yeah. 
I got it on a sheet. Um, and then what what uh, one three one probably I would probably stay away from one three one unless you're long. Yeah, unless you pack it, you can the one three one pack would work. I think we've um just trying to try trying to find different options. Really, we that between the that two three matchup and we kind of packed the one three one in at times. Try to jump and trap out of it a little bit, but um the length is coming, but it's not there yet. So that's yeah. one of those things that yeah. Yeah, um, the, the the it works well. If you've got length, it works well. Like right. I might be able to do it with my team next year. Um, but yeah, I think that's the. I, I, I if if you run a one three one with, the, with just you describing your team, I wouldn't let anyone outside the three point line. Right. No. Right. Do not step outside the three point line ever. Like you but should I, never have a foot outside the three point line. I think we we as coaching staff we tried to figure out well we 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 can't score when we have the ball so how can we maybe try to score off the defense well we couldn't score off our defense either you know that was <laughs> well here's the issue here's the issue and this is again having that senior team you trap them you turn them over but then you've got to be able to pass dribble and attack the other way right right <laughs> you know I, we had one game that we were super competitive in we we got three straight steals in the fourth quarter we missed three straight breakaway layups right. You know, one of them we dribbled the ball. Can you get to the rim? Can you get to the rim? Yeah, <laughs> you know we have one or two players. Um, okay. Yeah. So, so do you have one or two players that you could isolate? Yes, I do. There's there's one or two that I could do some ISO things. That's for what you. I think your your off season has to be quick hitters for them. Like, how yeah. to get them moving to the basket? How do I get them going to the rim? How do I get them? Because to be honest with you. Caitlin Clark is probably one of the best college basketball players I've seen in a long time. They everything runs through her, like right. everything. Right. So I mean, but she's an exception to the rule. I get it. But yeah. if you've got one, if you can't score and you got one or two players that can kind of score, then everything should be running for them because they're going to be your best free throw shooters too. Is my guess. And and that was the thing we had our best or. The girl that had the most potential to score had to be our point guard this year because we had literally no one else that could handle the ball to get up the court. Right. Um, and so by the time she's getting pressed the entire game, so by the time she gets into the half court, she was done. You know? Right. <laughs> so that was it was like, all right, how can we that now run her off some screens? <laughs> by halftime, she's done. Like she's spent. Right. But yeah. yeah and you got to get them in shape too. If you only got five or six. Right. Right. Um, all right. So I just sent you the workout, which is probably a little higher level than, but you just pick and choose. Okay. I like the way it's set up. Like there's a shooting thing. And then it's like, there's a bunch. I like, I think variety is the spice of life. So I'm looking at like my shooting part. There's like five or six different things. They got to pick two each day and okay. then just go through two, whatever you want. And it describes them and the things in there. And then I sent you the rule of three thing too, um, Great. which I think is simple, basic would work. Um, but shooting <laughs> and ball handling, I think, right, is the key. Yeah, yeah. And 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 are the girls excited? I mean, obviously, you got seven to ten coming in in the spring. They want to get better. Yeah, we we've done a lot to try and get them excited. I I put together um, we're we're the Panthers, but I call it a, a gym rat, a big cat gym rat club. And okay. so for a certain amount of shots and ball handling, they win prizes and things like that. Okay. Um. So that's seems like it's starting to work. Um, to get some of them in. Um, are they athletic? Are they athletic or not athletic? The younger girls coming, they are. Oh. I, 
I've got a next year's freshman class that goes six three, six foot, five ten. Ooh, ooh. Um, then you and I will need to talk because that's yeah. When you get long like that, one three one causes problems. Yeah, and I love the one three one. I've run it for like twenty years. It's great, uh, and that's what we have. Um, incoming freshman that probably going to be my best ball handler in the high school next year, and she'll be a freshman. So, will your freshman play for you next year? That's the thing. Like they're going to be more, there's probably four of them more talented than what I'm going to have between seniors, juniors, and sophomores. And that's where I got to figure out what I'm going to do with that because already watching them right now as eighth graders come into the gym and work out with our high school kids currently, they're already more skilled. Yeah. And that's, and I know how, that's how, will the, how will the school and the athletic director and the administration take it if you move them up and play them? You know, that's the thing. I've been talking to the athletic director. He was a longtime coach here. Yeah. Um, he all, he, I mean, he always played six to seven girls maximum. And if they were freshmen that were better, he moved the freshmen up. Um, so I know that's his philosophy. The school itself has a lot of new administration and their philosophy is they want all the girls out as they possibly can and all the kids playing. Um, so, I mean, if this runs kids off, they're probably not going to like it. They're not going <laughs> to like it. So will you have enough for a freshman team or a JV team if you move the four of them up? Yeah, actually, I still would. I would have enough for a JV team. And would that be okay? How many teams did you just have a varsity and JV team this year? Yeah, we always just they don't like us having a freshman team. Okay. They like having two teams. Then, then they got to. Here's my theory. They're with you. They don't start and they don't like, but they got to play. Because yeah, because that I mean. You're not going to tell a kid not to take algebra two if they're good enough. Like it's a talented right. and gifted program. They're talented enough. They should be. Now, that's where you have the discussions with them and the parent, and they'll feel, for the most part, probably better if they're not taking a senior spot. Right. But they're going to still play 15 minutes a game, and that that will pay dividends. Last yeah. time I didn't move a freshman up to the varsity that should have been at the beginning of the year. Then he has he's on his thirteenth year in the NBA. So I learned my lesson on that one. I was being stubborn, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's like crap. I should have done it. Even though I have video of him actually saying that was a good decision not to do it because they were undefeated and they won and they were friends. I still should have done it. I did Yeah. But anyway. But, you um, know, we get we get six quarters a night and they're and the state is talking about giving them eight quarters a night. Even. Right. So then you could like shit, you know, you know. Yeah. I would have them. I would have them with you for practice too, right? The, the skill development is just going to be so much better. It's yeah. just they're just going to like, and and to be honest with you, the the other girls will they'll know. They know. They really right. all know. Like even oh, my do. arrogant boys know when they look in the mirror and they go, "Why is that one?" Play? They really do know when they yeah. deep down they know. They'll never admit it. The girls know, so yeah. it's like, but that doesn't mean they can't like. Their goal is to bring them along and be a big sister. And how do we do this? And blah, blah, blah. Right. And then what happens is you might have to do more stuff. Like maybe now you do full court pressure because the youngsters come in and they're more athletic. Now we come at them. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's your, it's like, maybe it's, um, I've done this in the past. Maybe it's like, uh, it's almost like a special teams, right? Here's your special team. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I'd move them up. Yeah. That's, that's where I, that was one of the questions I was going to have for you. You know, what do you do when you have these girls coming in the following year after that, two years from now, there, there's this current seventh grader will be eighth grader that averaged 32 points a game for our seventh grade team. Right. And I mean, when she hits freshman year, everybody's going to play and start. 
She, yeah, she would start right now. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. so <laughs> you're not going to keep. Again, it's the talent. It's, it's a talented and gifted program for basketball players. Now, yeah. you have a unique a dynamic here. You got to balance the upperclassmen with them, right? But if you if you get them close enough, it will work. It will work. Right. Yeah, right. I would definitely. I would definitely. Yeah. <laughs> that's a no brainer uh, for me at right. this point. That's, but. That's yeah. That's kind and of where, and then, and that's the thing. You're talking to your AD. You're talking to like, here's what I'm going to do, and I'm going to try to build them along, and we're not losing numbers, and we'll have enough for JV and blah blah blah. Yeah. So it's like, as long as they're the the work, the I have found the administrators only don't like when they get blindsided. Mm -hmm. Like if they know, like that's the that's one of the kickers. They just don't want to be blindsided. Yeah, so I'll make sure I'm communicating with them okay. with them. Yeah, but that that changes what I was telling you before. If you think that they can play, and then. Are they as good as some of these other girls that can that like some of the other teams could let's say you started all four freshmen and then one of your other players all year. Let's say imagine we could they compete with some of those teams? They would compete better than what we have been, yes. Yeah. 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 Um, and, and so I think, you know, that's it's one of those things where I think this summer when we get them all together and we're playing in the shootouts and the camps and things, I think yeah. that's it, I think it'll sort itself out. I'm hoping it really does. Well, like, and it will. It will sort itself out. Some of the girls might. Some of your. Some might decide. Well, maybe this isn't for me too. Um, because yeah. that's just the way it works. But you know, I had an eighth grader last year, and shoot, he, like, I he he was playing with my varsity guys last summer as an eighth grader, going to be a ninth grader, and three minutes in, it's like this kid going to play. Yeah, like, and he played a lot because <laughs> he can hoop. And and right. boys is a little different because there's like street cred with boys, and if you can hoop, they know you can hoop. Right. Like the ones at the bottom, the 13, 14 are going, Oh crap, I might be losing my spot on the team. But the rest of them are going, This guy can hoop. Just, yeah. Girls are a little sure. different. It's like it's more a community thing. Like yeah. So I think the summer <laughs> will be big for you. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm picking up on some of these things as going from the boys' side to the girls' side and it's an adjustment for me, but oh, it's totally different. Boys will just go at it, and then it's like whatever. Yeah, right, right. So. <laughs> All right. Anything else? I I just sent you both of those, so they should be in your inbox. Uh, no, I think um I think that's you know those are the things that uh I, I was really so so if you want to get back together, play with offense and defense, and then what we could do is come back and like, hey, here's what I'm thinking. What do you think about this? Um, the, when when I do that with coaches, it's just I just got to kind of know your team, like. I got mm -hmm. two bigs. I got three kids that can do that. Have that kind of as a summary so I can just know it. And then we can okay. talk back and forth. That's always helpful yeah. for people. Yeah, that, that sounds good to me. Yeah. Um, I'll play with a little bit this, maybe this summer, um, see what happens and then okay. touch base with you after, because we will have everything done wrapped up in June by the end of June. Um, so maybe I can get with you yeah. after that. Perfect. Awesome. Okay. Awesome. awesome. Thanks coach. Yep. Yep. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate yep. it. See you. Bye. Hey, everybody. If you like the podcast, make sure you subscribe, like, leave a review, jump up and down, run around your house, whatever you need to do. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.